Welcome, my fellow nerds, geeks, dweebs, and freaks to Geeks, So to Speak, the podcast that celebrates your inner geek at least once a week. My name is Shoff, and I'm your host today. You're joining us today for episode six, which is jam-packed with awesome content. I just finished reading Ready Player One, which is by Ernest Cline, and I wanted to share some of my thoughts on that, as well as the upcoming movie. And then after the break, I'll be joined in the studio by two hilarious geeks of the week, talking about Steven and Katrina, as we embark on the first installment of Geek So To Speak's newest segment called Slurred Nerds. It's one part alcohol, three parts geek, and then shaken and stirred till we're sufficiently slurred. Thank you so much for listening in. So, first things first, I want to talk about Ready Player One. This book is incredible. Seriously, I did not expect that I would enjoy it as much as I did. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my dear friend Sam, uh, who had posted that he was uh, interested and excited for this movie to come out. Because he had posted that, it got me riled up and interested, and I watched the trailer for Ready Player One, which is coming out in March of 2018, and once I saw that trailer, I was like, oh my gosh, I freaking love this. I want, I can't, I can't, I'm so excited for this movie to come out. I really can't express how exciting, excited I am, because it's going to be just full of pop culture references, 1980s specific references to video games and tv shows and movies and i love the 80s who doesn't love the 80s if you don't love the 80s i mean seriously you gotta you gotta reevaluate your life because the 80s were an excellent time uh so many great things came out of that and this book is a celebration of 1980s pop culture no way around it no way around it i want to read the summary the blurb on the back of the book for those that are are not familiar with ready player one i want to give a brief summary of what this book is about okay so here we go in the year 2044 reality is an ugly place the only time teenage wade watts really feels alive is when he's jacked in to the virtual utopia known as the oasis wade's devoted his life to studying the puzzles hidden within this world's digital confines Puzzles that are based on their creator's obsession with the pop culture of decades past and that promises massive power and fortune to whoever can unlock them. But when Wade stumbles upon the first clue, he finds himself beset by players willing to kill to take his ultimate prize. The race is on, and if Wade's going to survive, he'll have to win and confront the real world he's always been so desperate to escape. Now, this book is so interesting because, I mean, right now... Maybe you've seen uh, out there virtual reality bays are available. You can you know spend money. It's still kind of expensive, but you can spend money and, and experience virtual reality. We have uh, the Vive. We have uh, uh, the Oculus uh, Rift. We have all these different ways in which you can experience virtual reality. We have uh, video games that you can try out, like um, World of Warcraft is a massive, a massive multiplayer online role-playing game. And you assume an avatar, you, you have a character that you play as. Sometimes within this game, you can even create, a, uh, an, it's an actual role play. You legitimately, when you're in that game, you do not act like yourself outside the game. You are that character. And I think that's 
you know, it's incredible. First of all, it's a great way to shed your skin. I think sometimes we we have struggles in our life. Maybe we just want to get away for a while and escape. And I think virtual reality is true escapism in the sense that you are occupying a virtual world. And that's exactly what this book is about. This character escapes real world problems, goes into the oasis, which is this virtual world. And that's where he kind of spends most of his time. It's where he lives his life. Because this movie, this book, uh, you know, focuses on a near future, 2044, with virtual reality basically having having taken over most of society, that everyone is logged in, jacked in, living out their lives, going to school on virtual reality, going to their jobs in virtual reality, earning money that they spend in a virtual world. In that way, it's a lot like a current virtual reality option, simulation game, uh, or experience, I guess you could say, which is Second Life. And that's a that's a virtual world that you can legitimately meet people and make money, fall in love, get married. It's it's a very interesting dynamic, and I think we're going to see more and more of that in the future. And so this book is a little bit prophetic in that way. And there's something about it that there's so many references in there that from from Ghostbusters to Doctor Who to Star Trek to Star Wars to Marvel to DC. There's endless amounts of references and i think anybody who was born in the 80s um, will be able to really connect with the material because they'll actually remember seeing these movies or or uh, playing these video games there's a lot of references to older video games like atari or pong in television uh, early nintendo lots of arcades and arcades have changed a lot too arcades are sort of a thing of the past it's hard to find an arcade these days and the ones that are there uh, now more than ever are starting to offer virtual reality. So it's a, it's a very unique world that we're entering. But this particular book is so interesting because the basis of it is this creator of the Oasis, James Halliday, dies. But before he dies, in his will, he gives, uh, he presents three challenges and he hides Easter eggs within his virtual world for people to find. And... Each challenge gives a clue to the next challenge and the next challenge, ultimately leading to his 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 fortune and ownership of the Oasis. And there's this corporate conglomerate that is trying to take over the Oasis so they can charge fees. Uh, of course, there's that evil corporation, and it's uh, I think it's a good it's a good antagonist to have for this type of book. It makes perfect sense to me. I feel like the book itself it ha it spends a lot of time creating the universe. And then it's only in the last third of the book that a lot of the main action happens. So I do feel like the pacing is a little bit off for the book, but still a great book. And this is actually the first book that Ernest Cline had published. So, I mean, for a first book, it's pretty incredible that this guy made what he did. He also has another book that's out called Armada, which I am about to pick up. So I will have to let you uh, folks know what I think about that one after I finish reading it. Uh, but one of the cool things about this book is it already the film rights were already purchased, and Steven Spielberg is going to be directing the film version of this book, which he's the perfect person for it. With so many properties owned by Warner Brothers, uh, there's going to be a lot of pop culture references that will be available. I will say that there's going to be some differences, uh, some detours that the film makes compared to the book, which it can't be 100% faithful to the book, it's just not possible. There's a lot of references in the book to, to uh, properties that are owned by other companies like Sony, uh, so you won't see any Ghostbusters references and other things like that. So 
with that in mind, there'll, there'll be some changes, but I think it's going to all be for the best. I'm not, I'm not completely concerned. So I wanted to go through a few things though. So there's a trailer that came out of Comic-Con for Ready Player One. And within that trailer, there were so many Easter egg references. And if you're, un, if you're not familiar with the term Easter egg, uh, what I mean is there are hidden uh, references or cameos to things within the movie or things within this or that. So for instance, uh, in one of the scenes, which I know in the trailer is a scene taking place at one of the co-creators of the Oasis, Ogden, um, Ogden Morrow, um, at Og's dance party scene, there's, uh, you can see Harley Quinn and Deathstroke there. You can see uh, Hagar the Horrible, Conan the Barbarian, Gandalf the Grey is dancing in zero gravity. Uh, there's also the Iron Giant is featured in it. Uh, you see in a battle sequence, you see ostrich knights, which are in from the video game Joust, which is an Atari game, as well as an, like an arcade game. Uh, Katana from Mortal Kombat makes an appearance. Duke Nukem, Freddy Krueger. There's even a, a World of Warcraft looking orc guy who's a part cyborg. So he's like a hybrid. And that's interesting. It looks like one of the main characters from Ready Player One is operating that avatar. Um, and that would be uh, for H, the character of H. And then there's a race scene, which is interesting because there actually is no race uh, within the book. Not a, not a physical one. So I, I'm interested to see how that all plays out um, because that's a com complete departure from the books. But I think it might be for the best. It certainly makes it more, more visually interesting, which is always helpful. But within that race, that was an opportunity for them to include a lot of Easter eggs uh, and references to different cars that have made their appearance in tons of 80s TV shows and films. I'm talking about Mad Max. The Interceptor is seen in that. Uh, the 1966 Batmobile is featured. The pole position F1 racers from the Atari game are, are featured in that. Uh, Stephen King's Christine, the evil car Christine is there. The A-Team van, Laura Croft is hanging out. There's even the bike from Akira that uh, Kaneda's bike. And then it's kind of interesting. Within that race scene, there's even a moment where uh, you can see some of the cars flipping and there's a, literally a QR code on the hood of the cars that are being operated by the evil corporation IOI. And if you put in the website or if you you know snapshot the QR code while it's on the screen, it'll send you to a website which is www.jointhequest.io and it's sort of a promotional uh, tool, which is really, really cool. There's an Easter egg within the Easter egg. <laughs> My mind is blown. <laughs> There's also Bigfoot monster truck is in there. The DeLorean is heavily featured, and I love Back to the Future, so having the DeLorean is awesome. The DeLorean uh, in the book was actually modded out to have the the kit car from, um, uh, from the David Hasselhoff uh, show and uh, so there's like uh, extra features on that so that's gonna be awesome uh, the Griswold uh, family truckster that uh, uh, station wagon is also in there uh, it's just really 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 exciting and uh, speaking of the DeLorean I kind of wanted to talk about one other thing regarding this book so Ernest Klein is really impressive in the way that within the book itself and he told us this uh, when the book first came out for so about 10 months after the first edition release, Ernest Klein revealed on his blog that Ready Player One, the book, actually contained a hidden Easter egg for readers to find. How crazy is that? 
I think that's so cool. So this clue would form the first part of a series of staged video game tests, similar to the plot of the novel. And so guess what the grand prize was? A legit DeLorean. He gave away a DeLorean to a, to a reader who was able to to beat all of these quests, to beat all these challenges. It's so amazing. Uh, and, and so if you buried within it, and I'll give away this first Easter egg for those that want to know in our reading. Buried within the book, there is a reference to a website. And the website is www.anoraxalmanac. And anorak is spelled A-N-O-R-A-K. Anoraxalmanac almanac.com and if you go to that you'll be able to play the first challenge they'll say congratulations you found the first gate and then you get to play um, an old atari style game called the stacks and then from there if you beat that then you move on to the next stage and the next stage and all of this took place back in 2012 and it wasn't until august 9th 2012 that a new record was set in Joust, which was the final uh, final challenge of this whole thing, and this guy was awarded the DeLorean on the TV show X-Play. So cool. So, so cool. I kind of wish that I was reading this book around that time, because then I would have been like, I would have been in the mode of being like, I'm going to win this. I'm going to win this DeLorean. But unfortunately, that did not happen. I still get to enjoy the book, and I get to enjoy the movie, and I'm super duper excited for it. So with that in mind, I want you to definitely check out this book. Check out the movie when it comes out in 2018. March 30th currently is the release date. And check out the trailer from Comic-Con. It's got so many cool things in there, and I think after you see it, you're going to want to uh, check out this, uh, this book as well. Now, granted, you'll have plenty of time to enjoy this book before the movie does come out. After you finish this, check out Armada. I'm going to do the same thing. Maybe we'll be reading it around the same time. So uh, I hope that this was informative. I hope that it has encouraged you to check out this book because we really should be supporting our, our authors and books as, as much as movies and TV take over and become binge-worthy. Let's not forget about books too because books are amazing. So anyways, thank you so much. And get out and read! In honor of Ready Player One's Easter eggs featuring 1980s pop culture references, here's a look back into Schaff's archive of impressions. This is Schaff doing an impression of Optimus Prime. With the AllSpark gone, we cannot return life to our planet. And fate has yielded its reward, a new world to call home. We live amongst its people now, hiding sight, but watching over them in secret, waiting, protecting. I have witnessed their capacity for courage, and though we are worlds apart, like us, there's more to them than meets the eye. I am Optimus Prime, and I send this message to any surviving Autobots taking refuge among the stars. We are here. We are waiting. Autobots, transform and roll out. All right, thank you so much for sticking around. We have some amazing guests with us today. This is Geek So To Speak, but not only Geek So To Speak, because this is a special event that we have going on this Saturday night. I'm talking about the event called Slurred 
nerds. Cheers! Cheers! Oh so we're all drinking something special. Uh, myself and my dear friend Steven, yeah. we're both enjoying Glen Garriock. Love it. Which is, did I say that right? Glen Garriock? I feel like it has to be more in your throat. Glen Oh no. I, I already said, I said it totally wrong. It's Glen Gary. Glen Gary. That's Glen how you Gary say it. Rock. <laughs> That's <Right>? not. <laughs> no. Is that is that a play? Glenn Gary Ross. I think I heard it in an airplane. It's a play. What's what's Someone. eating what's eating Glenn what's Gary eating? Ross? It is, it Glenn is a play. Ross. <laughs> and they cut his mom out of the house to get her because she was too fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, honey, honey, get down from there. <laughs> So we're enjoying some whiskey, some single malt scotch, and hey. and my, my lovely co-host Katrina is also here with us. And what are you enjoying, Katrina? Oh, I'm drinking a Bordeaux, and uh, let's give a little sampler here. It's 62% Merlot, or as they say at Buffalo Wild Wings, Merlot. <laughs> That's because they have a lot of it. 28% Cab Sauv and 10% Cab Franc. Franc. It's a Bordeaux from the south of France. From the south of France. Now, I've, been, I've been to the south of France. You, you have? have? Oh my goodness, you guys. I'm just going to help myself to some of the scotch. Some yes, more please. It, right? Is that okay? Keep, keep pouring. I'm going to put this okay, over put here. It, put it I, over. Don't put it on I wanna the handle. I want to put it down gently. Okay. Um, yes, the south of France. So tell us about the south of France. It's gorgeous. You guys are going to come. And I just asked them to be my wedding. Yeah. And um, come, 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 come in. The wineries everywhere. And... Um, you know, they drink wine like we drink cooler. beer. Yeah, beer. Like we drink beer. Because we're Americans. We drink beer. They don't drink water. I've never seen them drink water. And I have to ask for water. I have to ask for water. And um, it's crazy. I think they, they get it in IVs. Like they just yeah, order it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. <laughs> that must be it. All right. All right. So we have a special event in honor of this great oh. reunion. Uh, we want to do a special uh sort of testimony to our favorite superheroes. Ooh. But not just not just recognize those which superheroes, ones? but also we want to understand which ones we would like to marry. Oh. Okay. Which ones we would like to bing bing blah blah and a boopadoo a boopadoo and a shimmy shake. And also which ones we would like to kill. So marry and, and jing. kill. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So based on that, I kind of want to go around the oh, room okay. and ask. What if we have more than one? Like, what if we want to marry? What if I want to be like a Mormon and I want to marry like ten superheroes? That's like okay. Live That's okay. On Krypton, and <laughs> I want like Superman doing me in the butt, but I want like. <laughs> Aquaman, like, with his <laughs> in my mouth. Okay. You just want a human centipede of superheroes. What if I want to do the human centipede with all of the, all the superheroes? And that's not a category. That's, that's another podcast. Like, that's another podcast. all over on the side of the road. <laughs> so we're on the side of the road, and I, you know, oh Wonder Woman and her um, right. invisible plane broke down. Okay. And we start like remember that movie the the human centipede like we no, start that's, okay, we that's, start bringing in the superheroes and it's like Aquaman and so I think the, that brings up the pledge I, of allegiance people that I are think the pledge of allegiance that's yes. Yes. no yeah no 
What but I think called? that's where we need to start. The, the League Justice of League? Yeah, the Justice League. Or the League of Extraordinary... Gentlemen. Oh, did you guys hear that thunder? Hear that thunder? So, thunder. So we're we're currently recording in the midst of what is about to be a pretty One ridiculous storm. Prior to us country. getting the One of the greatest storms you've what ever if, heard of. Uh, what if storm came and she was like Oh yeah, what if, Okay, so like we're bringing in uh, bringing in some X-Men. Okay. I have yeah. a confession to make. Today I was at work and we have Avengers toothbrushes at work and mm-hmm. I had this like 10-year-old kid and I'm like, "Oh, do you want to do you want to pick out your toothbrush?" and I was like, "We have the Hulk. No. We have no. Spider-Man. We have Iron Man." And he was like, "That's Ant-Man." Like I totally got Iron Man and Ant-Man confused. But we, but they have Ant Man toothbrushes. How can you okay. get Iron Man and Ant Man confused? They're like one tiny. They, they actually kind of look the same. Okay, uh, I have another question. Why didn't you not bring any of these home? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we have an Ant Man? Uh, it would make it. It would make uh, brushing my teeth a lot more again. fun. Where's my Wonder Woman? Too? Right now, right now, <laughs> brushing teeth is not fun. It could be fun, but you decided to deny me my fun. <laughs> well. I'm sorry. Is brushing teeth not fun? Because I remember when we were growing up, remember in like the Saturday morning cartoons, they would have like, brushing teeth is fun and this is what Yeah, you but it's do. more fun if Avengers are sitting on your toothbrush. I thought me taking reminding my top off was enough to get you to brush your teeth, but I guess is not. Is that what I you did for the child? Maybe that's why you didn't want For the child? For the child. The child. I'm on here. So what's the game we're playing? All right, so we're playing Mary... Comma, <laughs> comma, kill. Okay, so what is so it that we're So you're going to pick from any superhero. We're talking Marvel or DC. Yeah. Anybody from that that you would want right. to marry, comma, <laughs> comma, kill. Jink, jink. Yeah. So, uh, Stephen, I'm going to start with you. Oh, God. Why do we have to start with me? Because you're our, our special guest. Right. Uh, okay. So you have to, okay, what superhero are you going to marry? And why? Yeah, you got you got to give about, a reason. I'm all about Marvel because DC. I mean, they just haven't done them all in my book. But okay, all right. Now we're we're talking I mean, about Marvel movies. has the money. DC is well, like living off of welfare. But right we're not now. just they're talking about definitely like Obama. Like they've got I their mean, stamps. Yeah, they're, they're like, like they haven't been doing uh, well. We're, they're at, they're getting the food stamps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Marvel they're taking has, a dump at Walmart. Definitely taking a dump at Walmart. I ain't okay. sitting That's getting food stamps. I'm not doing food stamps with Batman over. <laughs> so who are you gonna marry? I want to know who you're gonna marry. I'm gonna marry Wolverine. Okay. Why are you gonna marry Wolverine? Because he has the most movies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's Wolverine. Wolverine back again. Wolverine before. Wolverine here. Wolverine. That is there. not. Oh not. I, I think you maybe got one title right. <laughs> Wolverine times two. Wolverine, here's my daughter. He killed me, but we're still going to keep seeing him. And so I think that he has the most money. Okay, so you're going, you're you're basing your to marry decision off of who has the most wealth of the superheroes. Well, yeah, that's why why else wouldn't, I mean, I'm Steven Stern. I mean, but let's not forget Tony Stark slash Iron Man. Oh my God, that was my guy. That's the one who I'm going to marry. Tony spoiler alert. Tony I can't believe you just said Stark. that. That's literally Tony okay, Stark is going to marry. Spoiler alert. But Tony Stark, let me tell you why you shouldn't marry Tony Stark. Why? Because he is definitely everything. We're going to have another crash of Wall Street. And he's like got all his money. 
invested in Wall Street He's is going to be like... He's philanthropic. Did different. you not see Mame when she lost her money? <laughs> yes, I the, did. the stock market crash in the 20s. I the bugle, curl the rug up. I just lost my child. It's too I don't give a damn about money. I know. But that's, but that's <laughs> what happens. He is so philanthropic now. He's like, I don't care about funding the military. I just want to like be a badass. And that's but he can't even is. choose a girlfriend. Like, wasn't Gwyneth Paltrow in, like, one, two, two movies? Like, does he know who he wants? Yeah, but in, in Spider-Man in Spider Man Homecoming, though, in Spider-Man Homecoming, near the end, they do acknowledge that he's going to have this press conference. He's supposed to have it with Peter Parker, who backs out, and then he decides he's going to go ahead and propose to Pepper Potts, Gwyneth Paltrow's character. Pepper Potts. See, now and you know what, as, as a, a, as a ginger, pot. I love the fact that we are propagating this concept that gingers do have souls, and that uh, we no do, <laughs> well, some of us do, and uh. that we are allowed to end up with <laughs> Prince Charmings, who, he doesn't have a heart, doesn't he have like a, a like a piece that gets, not, no. not anymore, that, that's all solved. Yeah, oh, he, I, I guess I didn't see that movie. They were able to fix that problem. They took the shrapnel out. You have to watch FX. It's La Flash. La Flash. Le Flash. Are you are you European? Le Flash. Okay, yeah, you're, you're still you're still living on the Riviera All right, babe. right now. So Le Flash. Okay, so he wants to marry. He wants to marry Wolverine. Marry Wolverine. Marry Wolverine. Gonna, I want to marry. Wait, wait, hold up. Hold up. I'm gonna hoo hoo. Um, who am I gonna hoo? Well, you know what? Hold up on no, your no, hoo-hoo. No, Let's do around. just Mary's first. Okay. All right. So, so moving on to Katrina. Right. I am Iron Man. I'm going to marry Iron Man. Marry Iron Man. Okay. I'm going to be Mrs. Iron Man. My husband will kick your husband's ass. Your husband has, like, three, like, finger-slashing fang situation, situations. Far. Three. Ooh, okay. I'm going to marry Wonder Woman. Oh! Yeah. I'm going to marry her just so just because she had the hit movie. <laughs> well, I don't have as many choices to pick from. <laughs> I mean, you have Poison Ivy. You have... No! Okay. You have... Wonder Woman is more wholesome. You would want to marry the wholesome one. Okay? Ugh. Which just brings up, and I'm not trying to be a feminist, but how many superhero men are there? How many superhero women are there? There's a lot of superhero women, but they're, okay, they're just not so getting just they're two. just not getting enough cinematic attention. Mm. But there's still plenty of there's female superheroes. There is a lot. There I mean, if really let's not okay, let's not two. discount. I think that the comic book people are very obsessed with women. Actually, I mean, there's Jean Grey. Totally. Rogue. Rogue. Storm. Why are Storm. they making movies about these women? They do. It's called X Men, X Men Two, X Men Three, Days of Futures Past, yeah. Sandy the Squirrel, Apocalypse, First There's a Class, lady that drives the Magic School Bus, Miss Frizzle, Miss Frizzle. <laughs> there is. There's. She is um, a superhero. She's yeah. That I, she's my. She, she does can not. The school bus. She can. She can shrink it, it down. Put it into your ear. Go in here and, and then go take your in like two seconds. So can Dennis Quaid. Absolutely. <laughs> can we talk about that movie right now? <laughs> okay, so now we're moving on to the next uh, thing. Acid, acid, acid reflex. Inner space. Oh, you know who we were all going to marry? Yeah, okay. Now we need to move on. All right, all right so. Whoa. Edit that out. Oh, God. Edit my S-H-I-T word out. Let's spell it. Let's spell it so the kids at home know. Sorry, Sarah. Sorry. So who are you going? 
who are you going to? <laughs> I'm gonna poop a la bop and I'm gonna shing a bop. Definitely, um, oof, I like those big muscle man. <laughs> it's probably gonna be um juggernaut. The, juggernaut. The juggernaut. Oh, I wish we had video of what I'm you're doing right now. You're gonna kick a dog in the head. As, as, he's, as he's doing the boop boop, I want him to be like, I'm the juggernaut. <laughs> like that's his phrase. He repeats over yeah, and over like, and over, over again. And, over, and I'm like, yes, oh, yeah, the juggernaut. Yeah. Now, is that because you saw Vinnie Jones? play him in that X-Men 3 Last Stand movie? No. No? No, because I didn't like Vinny Jones. He's like, he's like, he's like, I'm the juggernaut. You know Vinny Chavez? And I am not, Cheers to Vinny Chavez, by the way. I hope hope Vinny Chavez listens to this podcast. For those of you who don't know Vinny Chavez, you're missing out. Arizona nominated Vinny Chavez. Um, Do you think people say that about us? No, Arizona, nom- Arizona nominated Katrina Sanders. They're like, who? Well, I've won some, so I guess I'm not nominated. You could say I've Wominated? <laughs> You're wominated. I think I need more wine. <laughs> um, okay, my turn. Yes, I remember my All right, time. my turn. I would say the superhero that I want to... And a boop-boop? Is um, John Wick. Is he a superhero? Uh, that, I don't think that qualifies. I think uh. he's a hero. He's not a superhero. What is? What's the difference? Superhero is requires he, he has yeah, he, has he has abilities like, beyond normal yeah. men. Uh, I'm sorry. Do you guys watch the John Wick movies? Yes, yeah, I have. Yeah. I if you all. said if you said Neo, which yeah. is another character that yeah. that uh, Keanu Reeves played, whoa, then that might be okay. Yeah. But no, John, John Wick, Wick is a man. John Wick Ooh. is a man. He may the be the boogeyman, person. but he's still a man. It's like saying I want to f- Rose Byrne. And like she went to, like she dressed so slutty and like I'd went like into, to like, uh, I'd like to get into this party too. I'd like to have sex with uh, bystander going to seven. Try and try and get into this party. <laughs> yeah, you can't like no. Laugh minions, but you'll all be laughing when I when am we on kill the John, when all of our husbands kill John Wick. Since Mike. since this is my game, no. John Wick does not. No. So come over there. Uh, does not oh, qualify. She knows one now. That's the sad part. Uh Christian Bale when he played Batman. Oh, that, that qualifies. The we'll Christian take that. Bale the Christian Batman. Bale Batman. Would you want him to speak to you like all like? <gasps> that sounded like something. My thunder. My There was some crazy thunder just now. Would you want him to speak to you all like Richard? No, this is what I want him to speak to me like. S- swear to me. This is how, what I want him to do. I want him to be like, Santa Fe, are you there? You know, and I'll be like, yes, I am. That's I'm not here. how he's going to talk to Yeah, he's not going to be a newsy boy. He's no. not going to be like, signal. Uh, <laughs> it's, everything's going to be like, Alfred, Alfred, swear to me. Come on. Richard. Which leads me to my next point. I would say my second superhero that I'd want to is Lego Batman. Just any Batman? All right. Well, no, it's a Lego Batman. Let's Lego yours. Batman. Okay. Who is yours? Jaja. Who do you want to Jaja? I would... Bing, bing. Jaja. I would... I would totally Jaja. Did you say Jar Jar? Like Jar Jar Binks? Like Jaja Gabor. I would totally Jar Jar Binks. Black Cat from the Spider-Man comic books. Black Cat? Who the hell is that? I, uh, when I think of Black Cat, I think Jenna Jackson. Like, Black Cat. Black Cat. Black Cat. Black Cat. Like, like, What's that song which is like... Black cat, da da da. 
So, okay, I'll, I'll make it, I'll also add a cinematic piece. Oh Alright, so in addition to Black Cat, who's in the comics. There's a Black Cat woman, and then there's a no, Cat no, not, woman. Give me a she's not, she's not a woman, she's a girl. Oh my god. That is like, That's I feel disgusting. like it's illegal. That's illegal. She's of age. She's of consenting are to she, She's are younger you, than Catwoman? Are Cat you going to have a lawsuit on your hands once you publish she's this? Even, okay, they don't even exist. That's DC and... <gasps> And Marvel, that's 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 versus, okay? But here we go. Cinematic Universe, Marvel, Black Widow. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, Black Widow was played by... Scar jo. Scar Scarlett Johansson. That is definitely my... That's <laughs> Scarlett. That's the Scarlett. Yeah. Which? No. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's oh, Black Widow. Scarlett yeah, yeah. Johansson. Okay, got it, got it. I'm back. I'm back with you guys. Yes, we would have we would have a lot of fun oh, together. Like the Scarlet Witch. There would be the Scarlet Witch. There there would be a lot of lot of love in there. Alright, so now we're back to me with the um Who would you kill? Kill Oh god, who would I kill? Just so somebody many. who's like so annoying. There are so many. You don't like why are they why do they exist in this there universe? There are so many. Right? But I have to say probably the arrow. Arrow? What? So Guys, he's so annoying. Like, oh, I have arrows. <laughs> and I'm like, you can't have multiple arrows. And this goes for every movie where people have arrows and they shoot them. And I'm like, you run out. Just like in, uh, what the f is, sorry, I just don't know. What the hell is that movie where the line, the witch in the wardrobe, and the girl's like, I have the arrows. And I'm like, you have six. I see them. And I'm six. And you're a freaking backpack. And then she keeps shooting them the whole time. You run out. You run out. Anyone with arrows, anyone with arrows, I'm like, ow, ow, okay, ow. So you don't have magic. About, because unless you're because they have a and, finite ammo supply, that's, right. that's going to be the problem. Unless your back absolutely like, reproduces arrows and like they come out the back of your back and that's your power, then I get know people rid who can produce pimples on their back. I know that too, <laughs> but you can't shoot your pimples over to someone else. Oh, that's man. Be a great care, power. I think. I think some people that can. is not a superpower. <laughs> I would say that my superhero <laughs> that I would want to kill is Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. Oh, I love He's him. He's such a little I hate him. I'm sorry. He was terrible. He's terrible in everything he does. And it just drives me He's crazy. always like crying or whining. But you guys, I cannot handle these superhero movies. And tell me what you think about this. Like the Superman and the Superman's work. Superman and Superman? The Superman yeah. and the Spider-Man. <laughs> where they keep changing the actors. And they're like, eh, I don't like this one. I'm Nobody's going to notice. That's how they all are. Nobody's going to notice. And I'm like, they I like notice. 72 different Batmans. It's like, yeah, no, Batman was different. Like Val Kilmer. By okay. the way. Kiss from a Rose. Do we all love when Steve no. sang that song? But at least with like, the oh, old yeah. Batmans, we had a theme going on. And it was like the same theme. And it was always like Tim, Tim Burton, Burton was right? like doing them. Like they were all the same themes. And it was like, okay. But like with these ones, I don't know. It's like they try and change the whole thing. Oh, so who's the best Batman? That's a good one. That's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, my favorite Batman was probably, and don't kill me for this, I loved 
Oh, he's unbuttoning, he's unbuttoning a button. Unbutton his top. To, to, to answer this one. question, he's unbuttoning a button. One more, I have to say. There's a lot of chest hair happening right now. Adam West. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm um, just kidding. Adam West is terrible. Um, he's also dead. <laughs> yeah, and he... Um, Did you have to unbutton your top to talk about a dead man? I would say my favorite was... I loved... George Clooney. Okay, George Clooney, who was in one Batman movie. Total. I love them. Okay, all right, Batman and Robin. All right, looked at as probably the worst Batman movie I of all time. Okay, of all, all right, time. all right, Katrina. Of all time, I would say I I think Val Kilmer and I Ew. should. Did you did again, you even see again. Batman Forever? That was the worst yes. one. With I Nicole saw Batman, Batman Forever. Who, okay, who were the villains in Batman? Forever? I don't remember because I was. <laughs> oh my god! Old, you my parents took me to it. the drive-in movies in, in in Greendale, Wisconsin, where I grew up. We went to the drive-in movies and we saw that movie in the drive-in. So I don't remember because we were so busy trying to figure out how to get the radio to work. Oh my god, do you remember? <laughs> I can picture that happening. Yeah. And he had Drew Barrymore and what was her name? Nancy Pelosi or whatever <laughs> was like her. The, uh, Terry the, Garf. It was Betsy yeah. DeVos, I think, who played that part. No, it no. was um, who is the the yeah. bad girl? She was like it was like Lisa Lampanelli or something like that. I love Lisa Lampanelli. <laughs> she Lisa Lampanelli. She what was the bad her? girl. What the hell was her name? She had an HBO show. I can't remember her name. But like they had so many stars in it, but it was terrible. And Jim Carrey was the Riddler. Jim Carrey was and the Riddler. Two Face was the guy from The Fugitive. What's his name? Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. It was a terrible movie though. It was the worst one. That was the worst. I know that people say that Batman and Robin was the worst, but Batman Forever was the worst. I know we're off subject. But here, Seal sang a song for that. Oh, movie. Debbie Mazar. Debbie Mazar. There's Debbie Reynolds. I knew it. And poor Drew Barrymore. Like, she had such a part <laughs> in the movie. What a waste. What a waste. I actually think that Ben Affleck is the best Batman so far. Oh, oh yeah, he did do a good job. Even yeah. They're yeah. Ding, 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 ding. I call agree. Oh, you know what? That's a lot of that's a lot of bull crap. All right, so. Bull crap. That's bull crap. That's a. I am so PO'd right now. I'm so PO'd. That is all bull crap. Can we talk? I don't want to change subjects here, but can we talk about what our favorite Batman movie is, real quick? Totally. I don't. What is that? I, Batman and Batman Returns, which is Michael Keaton. But. Yeah, and I loved it, but I love George Clooney. But is I that because it. you like Tim Burton? No, the Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, oh okay. And, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman does it for you. Yeah. Selena Kyle. Is that okay. for you, yeah, Stephen? Do you like? Christopher Walken is in that and, movie. And, and, and Selena, I play Max Shrek. Selena, get us more coffee. She makes the best wow. coffee. Wowie, wow, 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 wow. Selena's coffee. <laughs> Did I take my son? I'll, no, you can't take my son. <laughs> I'll go down there myself. I'm terrible. I'm terrible with Christopher Walken. And then, um, okay. uh, Did you unbutton another button? And in Dom DeLuise as Penguin was so yeah. funny. That is not yeah. Dom DeLuise. I loved him and he was That blood. is not Dom DeLuise. Who was it? That was Danny DeVito. That was Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito <laughs> as the Penguin was so amazing. I loved him. You're so stupid. He actually was a pretty solid penguin. He was. Ha! Yeah. When's the last sure. time we've seen the Penguin? That was the last time. Okay, that's well. That's not true. If you watch Gotham, which is on Fox, then you have seen the Penguin played by some dude from Walking Dead. 
that, do I, do by I the have... way, if you hear the occasional growl, we have three dogs <laughs> who are our most loyal listeners who are here with us as well here in the studio. I so. think Baxter had brought over a Batman toy. They have like Batman toys. I it could be. Could might be. Have brought one over. All right. So so Batman Returns is Stephen's favorite yeah. Batman movie. That's right. Katrina's is I'm Batman. From the Batman talk. What? Because Why? I because I don't. You like Batman and Robin because they have poison ivy. I went as poison ivy one year for Halloween, but I don't. You've gone as poison ivy for Halloween for every year. No, one time. Nineteen ninety-seven. Just one time. No, just one time. But I don't. I don't know enough about the Batman movies. I'm going to be honest. All right, then I will take over. Yes. Batman, the best Batman movie of all time is The Dark Knight. There is no way around it. Christian Which Bale is Batman that? plus Heath Ledger as Joker. Oh, there my is God. no what better is Batman so movie. See, Jimmy, that movie drags on and on. It needs to be that long. And as long as when you think it's over, it's like, no, here's the boats. And then you gotta sit there and deal with yeah, the boats. Yeah, but the boats, that's that final moment. And then it's like, oh god! And then we gotta deal with another moment. It's like, you know what oh. the sad, the saddest moment of that whole film though is? There's a moment when Heath Ledger, as the Joker, says, "We're gonna be doing this forever." Yeah, and we and, were, and, and we were, and we're sitting in the theater knowing that he's dead and knowing yeah. that he's never gonna come back and play this character again. And I just when I saw that happen, I thought to myself, "What a missed opportunity!" Because he was incredible as that character, no, and had no. he still been around. What would Batman? What would the next Batman movie have looked like? The reason no. why that part, the reason why he was so good at that part, is because he dove into it, and that is what people believe killed him: is the fact that he truly was a method actor and assumed aspects of that that role. He's got a line in that in that movie that I believe completely, and that's that: if you're good at something, you never do it for free. Ooh. But I let him brown chicken brown cow me for free, so I don't know what's going on. Oh, brown chicken brown cow. What is that? <laughs> We're not allowed to say certain words. Oh on God, the air on the air. Are we on NBC here or um, ABC? Uh, this is actually Shaf's special channel, right? Are we here. on the more you now? So we want to thank you all so much for being a part of Geek, so to speak. Tune in every week for more of the amazing world that geek culture can provide. Everyone's got that inner geek, and you know what? You, you, you all just need to celebrate it, because it's a big deal. It is a big deal. Cheers to your big deal. Cheers. So we've got our glasses in hand. Oh. One final clink to Batman and all the people we want to marry uh-huh. and kill. And to a bunch of slurred nerds. And a chick-chain, and a woo-woo, and a bo-bo. And, and, I, and I want to put it in that ding ding. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for joining us today. You know, if you haven't already had a chance, please go to Amazon, go to your local bookstore, pick up Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. Definitely give it a shot. He's also got another book. Check out Armada. Both of them have film rights. Of course, we're going to see Ready Player One in March of next year, so look forward to that. And uh, definitely tune in next week because we're going to have a recap of Marvel's newest Netflix show. I'm talking about The Defenders, which is the culmination of Luke Cage and Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Iron Fist all coming together. It's going to be pretty epic. Don't want to miss that. Of course, find me on social media through Facebook and Instagram at Geek So To Speak Podcast. While you're there, definitely like, 
follow, share, and then pay a visit to my website, which is geeksotospeak.com. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast on iTunes so you don't miss a single second of all of my geek media. Until next time, same geek time, same geek podcast.